What's up, guys? Welcome back to Blockhash, exploring the blockchain episode 296. Uh, today, have another wonderful episode with Paulina uh, Joskow from Ramp to talk about how they are helping integrate Web3 and what they're doing uh, from their side of things. Paulina, welcome to the show. Happy to have you here. Um, absolute pleasure. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. It's, it's, a, it's a great pleasure to be here. Um, and, and hey, Brandon. Um, cool. So what we're going to do to kind of start before we jump into ramp is we'd love to learn a bit more about you and yourself. I'm very curious to what you did in the past prior. Um, did you start out in blockchain? Uh, did you have kind of a different journey before you got to ramp? Um, give people a bit of insight into your background. Sure. So uh, just briefly on, on, on me right now. So I'm, I'm Pauline Amram's um, head of commercial. And uh, I've been with the company for almost five years. So I'm uh, one of the OG squad uh, there. And uh, when I joined, that it was uh, two people, or actually maybe three people on board. Um, so that was at a very, very different, uh, different time. I joined during the previous massive bear market. So that was that was a similar time to, to what we have to what we have right now. Um, and I, uh, I have a very typical startup origin story with Ram. So I am high school friends with one of the, one of the founders. And, um, at that time I was working in traditional finance. I was working in a bank and I was so utterly frustrated by how things were run there and how inefficient uh, everything were. Um, that was just driving me, driving me up the wall. So when the opportunity arrived to make a switch and go into something that's way more open, that's way more um, promising, I took it. Uh, I took it on uh, very quickly, and I've been in crypto and I've been down that rabbit rabbit hole ever since. So um, besides that, I'm I'm doing. Uh, I'm also working on growing the uh, crypto community here in Poland. So I'm one of the founding members of um, Ethereum Warsaw. Uh, if you guys are around in Warsaw next year, drop by for for a conference. It's uh, it's going to be lots of fun. Um, and I'm working on some on some smaller initiatives as well, all to make sure that we can foster the right kind of uh, crypto adoption, working towards more decentralized, more open future. And uh, of course, the the flagship initiative here is uh, my presence at Trump. Awesome. What what's something that maybe about crypto? that interested you the most initially that got you wanting to be involved in the space that made you say, aha, this is the industry I want to be in. So actually my, my background, uh, my um, uh, university background is in development economics. So when I started, I was like massively exposed to all of the inefficiencies of the traditional payment systems and how fraudulent and corrupt that was. So that transparency and openness behind blockchain was something that really got me hooked. Um, and and also just you know uh, the, the the hashtag blockchain for social good is something that is really really close to me, and if in, in everything that I'm doing, I'm trying to foster that that approach. So not just building to increase um, your net worth, not just uh, not just build to increase your own um, uh, value, but to build something that's gonna solve actual real life um, issues that people have, and uh, that's that's something that really. Uh, struck a chord with me uh, when I first heard about blockchain. Excellent. Um, so what do you do at Ramp? What's your role there? 
So I'm the um, I'm the head of commercial, so I manage um, everything on the commercial side. That is um, sales, account management, marketing, stra- uh, parts of strategy, and 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 this. But as you, I mean, anybody who who joined at an early stage knows that there's a there's like ten different hats. There's a, mm-hmm. a you know with a, every day there's a there's a different hat on top of your head. And you do uh, you do different things. I used to do I um, I used to do project management. I did lots of copy work on on the application. I did everything that needed to be done around the uh, around the office. Um, I did product discovery. Um, uh, so uh, you know the the usual as as just at a, at a startup at the early stage where you're um, focusing on all of different things. But since you know Ramp has has grown quite a lot over over the last few last few months. Um, I managed to to narrow down my my field of expertise to just the commercial part of Ramp. Right now, we are uh, close to 100 people, which is uh, quite a quite quite a fast growth. Um, uh, so you know, the company has changed quite quite a lot. Yeah, I was going to ask you, what's a day in the life like for someone in your kind of role? And I always get the same answer from people that come on the show and they're like, oh, I have to wear a bunch of different hats and day to day, it's very different. <laughs> I think it's very common for I think startups in this space. Yeah, I think my uh, uh, I think my, my my day in the life is usually starting with uh, you know getting to the getting to the office, getting my dog to the office so that you know everybody can have a bit of relaxation while petting the dog. Uh, fun intro, but uh, that's, that's just it. Mm. But it's primarily about making sure that the company sees the right has the right direction. Um, so, you know, talking to partners, talking to people in the industry gives me a lot of exposure to understanding what's new, what's up and coming, what's actually happening in crypto. So making sure that this is channeled down the company, that, you know, every person on the team knows what's happening within crypto, knows why we're doing that. It's uh, it's, it's it's the mission I have uh, at Rump, making sure that we're that we all know what we're doing, what we're focusing on, what's the ultimate pur- purpose there. Um, this is the objective that I have. Cool. So what is ramp exactly? I'm assuming it's like this contracted uh, word for on ramp or off ramp. Um, But tell me a bit more about it. What are you guys trying to do and accomplish? Yeah, so um, our objective is to make um, the uh, make the transactions in Web3 as easy and as um, efficient as as just using commerce or internet. And uh, we've seen this massive, massive gap between um, the expectation and the demand for uh, for using crypto and the, and the current um, available infrastructure. So when we started, we're like, yeah, I mean, there's so many core applications being built on top of crypto. There's so many things you can do with, mo- with money. You can program it. You can make it behave in a given way. But there's still very little ways that you can actually onboard yourself to, to that. Unless you want to go for the exchange, you don't really have uh, any alternative option. So when we started, the, the purpose, the objective behind behind Trump was to um, streamline the process, remove it from the exchanges, uh, bring it back to the bring it to the decentralized applications, um, so that when you're interacting with an exchange, uh, with a with an exchange, with an app, uh, NFT marketplace, anything that runs on top of crypto, you can keep the entire flow, entire onboarding flow within that one application. You don't have to jump through hoops go to Coinbase or uh, any other exchange, purchase crypto, then go back. You can keep all of that in one, uh, in one, simple, uh, in one simple flow. 
that was our that was our, our initial objective and we're um, still working towards that goal so making crypto onboarding and affording as easy as possible making sure that um, the customers know what's happening to them uh, that they're being well protected but at the same time they're giving the uh, option to participate in the non-custodial onboarding um, that they can uh, top up their non-custodial wallets they can do it on their terms and not on the exchange terms so that's our value proposition and especially after you know the FTX collapse and just the full rollout of, of you know what happened this year it's it's even so even more important to keep that decentralization and then non-custody part um you know uh, really on on top of your priority lists it must be good business for you guys right now i mean unfortunately given what's happened with ftx and this year i think the need for uh more services better on-ramping and you know self-custody or non-custodial uh type of situations for people is very appetizing right now uh i think just the other day like a billion plus dollars in Bitcoin was like pulled from Coinbase of all places yeah. into private wallets. Um, so I think people want the ability to control these things. And I think they want to be able to do it on their terms, like you're saying. Um, so are most of the partners that you guys are working with, are these like wallets, uh, standalone wallets, or are these also uh, like exchanges and other platforms that maybe want to venture into that field as well? So we work with um, all applications across the across the industry. So we're not limited to just non-custodial use cases. We also work with custodial use cases. My heart sits with the non-custodial ones, but um, our application is our SDK is is fit to work with work with all. We're working with wallets, with um, uh, lots of of DeFi applications. We're um, very happy in our partnerships with uh, blockchain-based games. Um, but the beauty of the SDK, the RAMP SDK, is that it's very uh, universal. So it can support an exchange, it can support a wallet, it can do the onboarding process for an NFT marketplace, and can also let you cash out from your in-game earnings. So the versatility of, of, of the product is one of its uh, biggest uh, biggest advantages. It's uh, It can work with any use case that you can imagine in crypto. Got it. So we kind of talked about the what. I'm curious about the how. Um, how do you guys offer such, you know, broad coverages, uh, broad coverage for for like payments and people being able to onboard and offboard so much uh, more easily? And then, you know, are you guys also incorporating like local payment methods depending on the area and the region? Uh, that could be credit cards and debit cards. It could be Apple Pay or Google Pay. Um, curious, you know, how you guys go about doing that to make it so much more easy because it's been quite an issue for a while. So I think the, uh, I think that the answer, uh, it's to some extent, it's, it's uh, keeping the mm -hmm. infrastructure decentralized as in you cannot have all in one, in, in, in one entity, one company you need to, uh, um, differentiate that mm -hmm. and how we're differentiating that. It means that. If we want to be global, and I believe crypto is global by definition, and so should we. Uh, if we want to be global, we need to um, coexist with multiple different entities. And that starts with coexisting with multiple different regulatory bodies. So we're working with FinCEN, we're working with FCA on making sure that, uh, so those are the UK and, and uh, US and UK um, uh, um, authorities for, for um, financial regulation. Um, so we're working with them. We're making sure we uh, are correct, uh, but uh, we're abiding by the rules. We're being correct in our policies and practices. Practices, 
um, to make sure that we can operate within their covered regions. So I think that's the first thing, that you cannot really go around the regulation. You need to comply with that. You need to comply reasonably with that with that regulation because it's a, it's it's also in in our power to to um, uh, influence how regulations will be built by showing good examples of um, abiding by the rules and just uh, you know playing by the book there. So on on one side to, to you know to get to that global coverage to get those multiple payment methods, you need to uh, make a, like have a good position with uh, multiple different regulators. Um, to have good coverage when it comes to payment methods, um, you need to primarily understand what payment method is the desired payment method in a given region. So at the beginning, the, the, the first uh, misconception was that cards are just universally best. And that's not the case. That's not true, actually. So cards are not always the best solution for purchasing something online. If you've been um, uh, so, in for instance, in, in Poland, one of the most popular methods is a um, um, cross-bank initiative that allows for super-fast payments. And those local payment methods, they exist across the world. In different countries, you have different regimes for, uh, for executing payments. And the key to um, actually delivering good payment, use, uh, uh, payment uh, flow is to understand what is the default flow for a given region, what is the, the preferable flow, and working towards uh, being able to, to, to obtain that flow and provide it to your users. So right now, RAMP is working in um, nearly uh, uh, in over 180 countries and territories. So we're fairly global. Uh, and uh, in uh, and and depending on the region, we're supporting, um, of course, credit and debit cards, Apple Pay, Google Pay, um, ACHs, um, real-time transfers, uh, faster payments, um, SEPA, SEPA Instant, and uh, and and soon to soon to add more. So understanding that you know cards not always going to be your default payment is also a key step in delivering. A really good um, payments um, payments use case, payments flow. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the compliance is definitely really important. I can see that you know probably based on region, it's very different in different places. Um, and then yeah, obviously probably cards too are not as convenient. I know at least in the U.S. for me, it's so much easier to link a bank account than use a credit card or a debit card, which could easily just get denied. Um, and then I can use instant transfer and it charges me like yeah. $2, $2 and then sends it directly to my bank account or sends it directly to an exchange. Uh, so I think there's some optionality that's more easier in certain places. Um, what's an example of maybe a region that you guys have been able to get compliance for and offer maybe some different or unique types of uh, payment options for people. I know you mentioned one, but what's one that's maybe more unique that stands out or that you guys had some trouble with at first or it was interesting? Yeah, I think I think the first one that we covered is still the most uh, compelling example. So we started in the UK. Mm -hmm. Ramp, uh, um, Ramp's first coverage region was United Kingdom. And um, UK was always like quite ahead of the curve when it comes to um, financial institutions. And um, UK was the first country where open banking initiative uh, was actually implemented. And open banking is the opening of banks' ledgers, so to make them, you know, more um, accessible to first parties. And when we started, we actually did a platform for peer-to-peer -peer transactions between peer-to-peer uh, -peer atomic swaps between fiat and crypto. 
So we uh, allowed two individuals to exchange value in a trust minimized way. So they, uh, there was one person who said, I want to sell my crypto, but I don't want to trust you. And I was the other person, I want to buy crypto from you, but I don't really want to trust you as well. Um, so we connected smart contracts with uh, open banking ledgers. Um, and that was the, you know, the first uh, proof of concept for, uh, for RAMP. We did that back in like 2019, I guess. So that was a long time ago. And since then, we pivoted towards servicing um, dApps and, and, and you know, just, just uh, applications built on top of crypto. But the core functionality, so using open banking transactions to, uh, to purchase crypto, is still there. So it still does exist. And it builds that really, um, so it creates that really good UX where, um, you know, uh, upon uh, initiating the transaction, uh, you're getting a push notification from your bank to actually confirm it. So instead of, you know, typing the card details, um, instead of even using Apple Pay, you just have like a push notification from your uh, mobile banking application say, hey, there's a transfer going out to Ramp Network. Can you authorize that? And that, to be honest, to me, is the best UX ever because it's uh, it's uh, it combines a lot of things I appreciate about buying crypto. It's instant and it's uh, um, and it's cheap. So it's uh, something that that um, uh, provides you the the feeling of buying crypto with Apple Pay, but also gives you better rates. So uh, this is what we're aiming for: to be able to uh, get you that crypto right away, and to make sure that you're not over overspending on on those transactions. Got it. Um, here's an interesting question: um, depending on you know the jurisdiction, tax reporting kind of falls in line with certain or the responsibility for tax reporting kind of falls on different individuals depending on where you are um like for example in the u.s it's you know it's on you versus in uh columbia like where i live it's almost like mandatory as part of like the the whole um uh, chain of flow for funds uh, between a customer, between a business, or B2B between a business. Is there any situation maybe with you guys right now where you do have to offer something with tax reporting or you maybe have to work more closely with a partner uh, for tax reporting in terms of creating some kind of on-ramp and off-ramp? So this is not our usual focus. I mean, mm -hmm. we have cases uh, happening from uh, uh, from time to time, but it's not the usual focus. In okay. majority of cases, especially when you're doing the, um, the those those on and off from transactions, the um, responsibility for making sure that the taxes are, are aligned actually sits on the individual. Uh, but what we can do is make sure that we can provide them with an easy transactional statement for you know all of their transactions done with Proframp. And this is something that we're actually working on right now because, like for me personally. I know it's a must-have, like when you're uh, doing your taxes end of year, like my accounting is coming to me like, so how much crypto have you bought this year? I was like, oh, that's going to be a long one. Mm -hmm. um, so it's it's good to have uh, it's good to have help from from the like the trusted application um, that you're using for your crypto purchases to, to be able to do that. What are some things that you guys are doing right now or some things you guys are working on that maybe you're excited about that people maybe are not aware of? Yeah, so uh, <laughs> it's a it's a good day today because today uh, I'm just gonna check uh, that it's 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 the case. So uh, uh, today we're uh, and I think in about uh, two and uh, about an hour from now we're gonna be launching our new product. Um, so we're gonna be 
I can, I think I can, I can do the Alpha League. I think my, my, my uh, social media team will not kill me. So we're doing, uh, we're, we're launching the um, off-ramp functionality um, today. We're going to be uh, releasing that first to our US customer base with ACHs and RTP, so real-time transfers. And in January, and this is a true Alpha League, we're going to launch that globally. So not just uh, US, but everywhere that, uh, you know, the on-ramp is covered, you're going to be able to cash out as well. Um, and we're starting with a pretty wide selection of assets. So we're starting with over 30 um, assets available to uh, to be sold from uh, from day one. Uh, we plan to add more as we as we move, al- move along. We plan to add more payout payout options and just improve the product as we as we move along but yeah, today is a really exciting day because today is the today is day one no that is very exciting congratulations um what Thanks are some of the what are some of those off-ramp uh methods you were talking about that maybe you guys are considering or do they differentiate quite a bit so um, uh, we're starting with ACHS, so the usual uh, transfers in, in, in the US, and RTP. So how are RTPs different from ACHS? The primary difference there is the transaction speed, the, the settlement speed. So ACHS can take um, some time, but RTPs are uh, 20 seconds, two minutes. Um, so um, with Ramp in the US, you're going to be able to uh, sell your crypto and receive uh, fiat to your bank account in under two minutes. And you don't have to pay millions for that. The transaction cost is uh, 0.99%, which is way below, uh, below available options on the market. And that uh, outperforms them both in terms of speed and, uh, and the cost efficiency. So really hyped about that. That was something that we really um, focused on when we started building the, the off-ramp. So we did not want it to just have the option to pay out. We also wanted to satisfy that basic need that we saw in off-ramping that you want to receive that money. You want to be able to use that money um, right away. And uh, when I did my first off-ramping transactions, when I was do- doing market research, um, I think my biggest um, perception of that is that I had no idea what's happening. And I've been in crypto five years and I basically know how to use um, uh, exchanges and, and other platforms. And I had no idea what's happening. There was so much uncertainty in the flow and so much, um, uh, so little information delivered to me on, hey, this is happening right now. You're going to get your money in, in uh, like a day or two. My first uh, off-ramp transaction lasted five days. And I believe I paid 6% for, for that. I'm happy that this was done for testing because I would not use that for um, an, any, actual, an, any actual use case, an actual situation. So this is what we wanted to target with uh, the off-ramp release for, for, for a ramp. We wanted to have high level of confidence that the funds will reach your, your account. And we wanted to have instant settlement to not delay that, that, that moment because Every time that the funds are not within your hands, uh, every moment is like a moment of anxiety. So when you're doing payment services, when you're doing any sort of um, payment processing for for the user, it's always about making sure that there's this instant settlement there, that they don't feel like their money is just like flying somewhere. It's not. It's neither on your account, neither on your wallet. You just don't know where that is. So what we're targeting here is that you always know where your money is. You don't have to wait. Uh, for 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 the you know the complete completion of the transaction, 
Um, and, you know, just overall user satisfaction is increased by that. Yeah, you said five days at 6%. I was like, oh, geez, that, that would be terrible. Um, but it's awesome you yeah. guys have got it so low and so much more efficient. Um, I think people will really enjoy that. Um, where can people go to learn more about Ramp and what you guys are doing? If there's a potential partner out there uh, that's going to be watching this that might want to contact you guys um, or someone wants to work with you in some kind of capacity, where should they go? So your first place is always ram.network. Uh, it's, it's, it's easy to have a, a company name that's also part of your product that makes it mm -hmm. uh, uh, easy for, for positioning. Uh, so ram.network is your, your first resource uh, to go. Uh, but if you want to get into uh, some technical details or just discuss about product possibilities, um, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter. More than happy to, uh, to discuss. I'm trying to be active on on uh, on Twitter. So if you just want to have an you know open conversation, tag me on a post, and I'm happy to to to, to jump in. Um, I need to work on my on my Twitter nickname because it's difficult to pronounce on on, on non Polish speaking podcasts. Uh, we'll figure that out. So it's Johanek, which Johannek. does make a lot of sense in Polish, but when you're typing it, just like sounds nothing like this. <laughs> Um, so that's a problem with uh, Polish teams and, you know, uh, uh, Polish surnames and, and so on. It's like when you're uh, talking on a conference or, you know, being on a podcast, like, what was that strange sound that you just made? Is that, is that your name? Yeah, it's, uh, getting a bit <laughs> complex, but feel free to just tag Ramp Network on, on Twitter. And I'm usually the person responding there as well. I'll have to check this out. What, what's your handle for Twitter? Um, uh, I think... So it's Johannek, uh, J-U-C-H-E-N-E-K, complex, I said. I'm going to have like a background image with bats. It's going to be easier to, to, to Yeah, to you should. I think I'm going to work on that. I'm going to ask my social media team to, uh, to make that happen. Yeah, just get like uh, a printout yeah. like sticker you can put on the wall. You can put it like right above your head or something. This is Exactly. Cool. Guys, uh, make sure to check out Paulina. Check out Ramp. Make sure to like and subscribe uh, to the video and the podcast if you haven't already. Paulina, thank you for taking the time to come on the show. Uh, really appreciate the time. Learned a bunch about Ramp as well as how uh, on-ramping and off-ramping works, which I didn't know a whole lot about in the past. And then the fact that you guys are getting into so many regions and offering so many different coverage options is really, really cool. So uh, congrats on that. Congrats on your guys' release today. Uh, very excited for you guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Right. Thanks, everybody. And and uh, have a great day. Have a great day. Take care. Bye.